Welcome to Taking the Middle Seat, a podcast where we explore connection where you might not think it exists. I'm your host, Andrea, and I've always believed there is connection to be made when you sit next to someone and really take in their story. So every couple of weeks or so, I'm taking the middle seat. I'm listening in on someone's story because I know that the middle seat holds healing and acceptance and laughter and community if we just stay open and remember that we belong to each other. I hope you listen into each and every episode and that you'll find yourself moving in to hear the magic in the middle seat. On this episode, episode 42, I'm talking to Tony Rain. She is an entrepreneur, a model, and an author. She recently wrote an incredible book about her life. It's called I Was Supposed to Be Nothing. It is so powerful. We talk about how she wanted to leave a written legacy for her nieces and nephews specifically. She has a whole heap of nieces and nephews and how through her writing, she's showing them that there is strength in vulnerability. We talk about how Tony isn't afraid to speak into the spaces that sometimes people shy away from, including sex as self-care practice, gender roles, struggles in childhood, relationships, friendships, race, business, and so much more. The short chapters of her book are great for a quick kind of daily inspirational read or a book that you read along with a group of friends. Every single chapter will make you think and give you things to think about. Tony talks about her next book that is already underway, and I will just tell you, it is not a biography, so stay tuned and listen for what it is all about. We talked about a bunch of her favorite things and a few of mine, so those are all linked in the show notes, of course. So you might have been thinking, where the heck has Andrea been? I really plan to take two months off of podcasting, but it just kind of happened. Summer is always a little tricky for me because all of my people are home and it feels a little hard to sneak in the podcast work, but I've also been working hard behind the scenes on a big shift in my professional life. So if you want to hear more about that, stay tuned until the end of the podcast and I give you a little glimpse into what I'm working on. So thank you for sticking with me during this hiatus and continuing to listen and learn and, of course, take the middle seat. All right, here's my interview with the incredible Tony Rain. Hi, Tony. Thank you for coming today. I'm so excited to talk to you. Thank you, Andrea. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So I found out about your magic Mm -hmm. um, through a mutual friend. She was having you at her her book club. Mm-hmm. A little bit jealous. You need to come to our <laughs> book club. Um, but I saw that you wrote a book. Mm-hmm. Um, and did you, you self-published yes, your book? Ma'am. You were just I like, did. you know yeah. what I'm going to do is write yeah. a book and just put it out in the world. Oh, yeah. Oof, I love it. <laughs> um, so I had asked her, like, would Tony be an awesome podcast guest? And of course she was like, yes, she could come and talk about everything. So I got your book and I read it and then you're here and I'm excited. Thank you. I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited to be here. This is actually my first podcast interview that I've ever done. Yay. So I appreciate you reaching out to me and, um, you know, just being interested in just wanting to know me and learn me a little bit more. Yeah. That, that means a lot. Thank you. I, my Probably favorite thing is learning other people's 
stories. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have a very rich story. I think oh, yeah. as most people do, but I think, you know, just because you put yours out into the world, oh, yeah. um, we can get a taste of kind of the richness of what your travels in life yeah. that brought you to this mm-hmm. point. So um, you do lots of things other than write a book, too. So we'll get to all the Mm -hmm. things. So let's start with the book, though. Talk to me about what, where you were at in life, Mm -hmm. where you were like, this is the way I want to tell the world about what I have to give. What made you do that? Um, Actually, over the years, um, a lot of people, you know, who did know about me and my background and everything, and... People were like, oh, you need to write a book. Um, People need to know, you know, the world needs to know about your story. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially, as you know, you've read the book. Mm -hmm. I go into detail. I go like way, way, (laughs) way, 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 way deep. Yes. And um, I actually go back to age four. But my primary um, reason for writing the book is because I'm like, okay, if I've been, if I've gone through all these things and I was able to, you know, overcome these things. Um, I have to be that motivation for a lot of people, you know, to let them know, like, no matter what you go through, no matter what struggles, whatever, you know, you can always come back on the other side in that light, in that light space, you know, and I have a huge, like, I have a huge family, I have now 28 nieces and nephews, so it's like, I feel like I have a whole tribe behind me, Yes, and, you know, they're not to that age well, I have a few nieces that are in their early 20s. You know, they can read mm-hmm. the book and, you know, and, you know, understand what's going on as far as my life. But for the younger generation, I wanted to leave like a legacy for them, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm actually the first author in my family. So I'm <sighs> like, you know, my book is part of my legacy, you know. Yeah. I wanted to leave something intimate something special for them and I go into detail about my grandparents a lot too yes yes so it's a lot of history Mm -hmm. in there so even though it's my memoir I still look at it as like my personal history book Mm -hmm. you know for my family yeah um and And that's so huge for especially the I think the girls coming after you because a lot of it is about like being in a female body and walking through the earth and what that means Mm -hmm. for us for them to have an elder have Mm -hmm. written this stuff down and I'm sure they look at you now and they're like Aunt Tony I mean she's amazing (laughs) Mm -hmm. um to kind of both put you on that pedestal like you did come through all that stuff Mm -hmm. but also to know that vulnerability is okay yes like so taboo people don't like yeah people don't like to talk about the hidden things of themselves i've noticed a lot you know just through my journey my walk with talking to people and like i love one-on-one conversations yeah i love group you know chats too Mm -hmm. you know just learning about people and i've realized that a lot of people are either embarrassed or you know, especially with us living in in a more conservative city, yeah. a lot of people don't like to talk about certain things. Mm-hmm. And me, I like to talk about the quote unquote taboo, yeah, topics. You know, um, the ones that sometimes make you know others feel uncomfortable. But I'm like, yeah. no, with me, you can talk about anything. Yeah, you know, I don't want you like I, I just recently saw like a quote or a meme or something like that when you know. When it comes to like topics of like depression mm-hmm. or you know just certain tragedies, it's like people are shut out 
to not wanting to talk about it. Mm -hmm. But then it's like, but what about those people who aren't able to overcome that and they, you know, commit suicide, you know, just they go into deep depressions, you know, they have to be hospitalized, you know, Mm -hmm. institutionalized. So it's almost like I feel like I want to be in that gap to where people can, you know, come to me about anything because I would never want to see them on that other side. Yeah. Because, you know, it's going to manifest in other ways Right. if we're not outwardly talking about it. I mean, we've seen very public examples of that in the last few weeks, and we always do. Mm -hmm. Um, If we're not talking about sex, mental health, uh, racism, Mm -hmm. abuse, um, name it. Yes. It's it's there, mm-hmm. and I think people do want to. Have you seen that with this book, where yes. you go, you've gone first, and you've talked about these things? Yes. Have you had people come oh up to you goodness. afterward? It's and like a gate has opened. Like yeah. seriously, it's like a gate has opened. I've had numerous phone calls, like people crying to me, like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe like you went through this stuff." And I'm yes. like, "Yes," and they like, "I have too," but I've just been afraid to talk about it. And because I've opened up that gate, that door for them to, you know, show their vulnerability too. Yeah. You know, it's opened them up or I've gotten um, multiple text messages, you know. So interesting. Mm -hmm. People were waiting. Even with you, you know. This is a a different platform where we can talk about it, you know, where we don't have too many, too many platforms where we can openly talk about these topics. Yeah. So what's one of the, I know it's probably all your favorite stuff that you put in the Mm -hmm. book, but talk about like, so people should know, first of all, I don't don't think I've said the name of the book. It was called, it's called, I was supposed to be nothing, which just gives me chills. And the cover, we'll talk, we'll put a pin in that. We'll talk about that (laughs) in a minute. Um, So I was supposed to be nothing. It's all kind of shorter chapters about lots of different things. Right. Can you talk about one or two or seven that you, (laughs) (laughs) that are like chapters that really lit you up or were like super impactful to write or, you know, ones that really stood out for you? Um, There's a a memoir in there where I talk about um, putting yourself first. Mm -hmm. That was like a major major one for me because um you know in that in that in that memoir I talk about you know how I've lost a lot of people mm-hmm. just for from putting myself first like I you know prior to putting myself first you know I had gone through a deep depression mm-hmm. you know just trying to make everybody else be at peace and mm-hmm. I was kind of like losing myself I was just overwhelmed with you know, hosting events, co-chairing this, being in this organization, being in that organization. Yeah. Um, on top of work, and then you know the home front because I'm married, so mm-hmm. it was just all those things, and you know, just trying to be a guy in a light for my family. But I was like kind of taking a back seat for myself, mm-hmm. and then um, I noticed like an extreme amount of weight that I had gained uh-huh. you know like I would seriously like fluctuate between like 50 pounds within like a few years yeah like it was that major like I wasn't working out I wasn't walking you know just just different things like that and once I once I recognized it and tapped into myself mm-hmm. you know and I was like okay I have to take a step back I gotta take clear my schedule I gotta do this do that and um 
you know, like I said, I lost a lot of people, but I found myself, which was the most important part, you know, because I'm like, I can't help other people if I can't help myself first, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and, you know, especially with, you know, just life in general, you know, everybody juggling everything. Um, I realized like, you just got to know where to keep those balances. Yeah. So, and when you've been that person for people for a long time where you Mm -hmm. will do all the things, they know you'll take care of all the things you'll host all the things. Mm -hmm. When you suddenly make that shift, Mm -hmm. they're all like, what? Like we didn't get the memo that you're supposed to take care of yourself. That's not important. I'm important. Right. (laughs) What? You can't change. This is, we had a deal. You take care of everything. That's our deal. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So that is, and I think people for that reason are just, so scared to make that shift but you're right the rewards on the other side of it are mm-hmm. life-giving and life-sustaining I mean oh, really yeah. yeah who did you have a person in your life you may have written about this and I just have forgotten a, a woman a leader a someone mm-hmm. that you looked to and you were like that's how you knew mm-hmm. to go this direction um yeah actually um another um Part of my book is I talk about my grandmother. Yes. And how she was like, you know, always doing this, doing that. And she was actually a stay at home wife. Uh-huh. But just I remember her sitting at the at the um, she had this dinner table she used to sit at. And I just remember her like the facial expressions that she used to have. And she just mm-hmm. looked so overwhelmed, you know. Yes. And even though she was a stay at home mom, there was always like so many there was at least, like, on any given day, there was about 20 people in the house, like, on any wow. given day. Yes. Um, because she was, my grandmother was also a foster parent, too. Oh. So. I mean, of course she was. Yeah. Yes. So she was always taking in children, and then she had um, 13, she either had 13 or 14 children of her own. Yeah. Um, they weren't all in the house, <sighs> you know, when I was growing up, but yeah. she had, you know, grandchildren who she also looked after. Mm-hmm. So there was always so much going on, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I never, I, like one day I thought about it. I was like, I never seen my grandmother take a trip. Like yeah. never saw her take a trip. The only time I really saw her leave the house was like to go to the grocery store or, you know, just yeah. pick up necessities, stuff like that. And I'm just like, wow, like, how did she do it? Like, I don't feel like she even had time for herself. Yeah. You know, and as a child, you don't, you just want, you know, their attention is always like me, 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 you know. Mm-hmm. And that's what she did. She just catered her life around everybody else. Yeah. You know, so I mimicked that, you know, I yeah. mimicked that, but then I also realized like it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. mentally, emotionally, it's not healthy. Yeah. You so. start seeing her as a human rather than exactly. your grandma. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. And yep. you think, oh, the toll that that's taking mm-hmm. on her. Interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you start yeah. recognizing that and you're like, I don't want to sit at the dining room table with that no. bone, you know, yeah. chilling fatigue on your yeah. face because yeah. I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think our generation, maybe all generations, I don't know, but mm-hmm. we, that's what we saw on the elder women's yeah. faces was just. Mm-hmm. And ugh. they didn't, a lot of them didn't live long either. Yeah. You know, yeah. With whatever you know they had going on the stresses and then too it was almost like for their generation it was almost taboo to talk about that yeah because it was like they were raised to just deal with what whatever was going on Mm -hmm. and stay quiet you Mm -hmm. know and Mm -hmm. 
So we're gonna change it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, we're gonna change yes. it. Yes, you know. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So a couple of things that I pulled out of the book that I love because you drop all the wisdom on all the things. <laughs> um, I love when you talk about how purposeful you are about your self-care routine. So you talked oh, about like yeah. putting yourself first, mm-hmm. but you dial down to like specific, very specific things you do mm-hmm. that aren't necessarily things that would people would generally think about. Right. So it's not like, mm-hmm. you know, maybe you go get massage, but it's not like that kind of, you know, mm-hmm. massage and candle kind of stuff. It's, it's like, like cool, really specific yes. things that and make... daily things. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That made me think like, oh, I kind of know. I kind of know mm-hmm. who she is. This mm-hmm. is so cool. Um, now remind, I think I marked it. Where mm-hmm. did I put it? Okay. Yes. Okay. Sex, number mm-hmm. one. Thank you for oh. naming it. Oh, yeah. Like I said, right. I think it's a self-care. It's a self-care. Yes. You know, it's mentally stimulating mm-hmm. other than, you know, just the physical. You know, it mm-hmm. gives you relaxation. Yes. Um, it's healing, you yeah. know, um, gets those endorphins going, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, I talk about like as far as, you know, even with men having sex, you know, I've read that it helps, you know, as far as, you know, cancer, you yeah. know, it helps with, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Basically like cancer prevention. Yeah. You know, it could have some benefits to that yeah um stress mm-hmm. you know i don't feel like people talk about it enough mm-hmm. you know it, it's it's a stress reliever yeah it's natural yes it's and healthy most people <laughs> are out there doing it in some way shape or form and it, when no one's talking about it, it. and i just love that it was like a number one yep. to all oh, these yes. keys to healthier body i was like thank you oh yes yes major love it yep. and followed by herbal tea <laughs> yes. which i just <laughs> It's like, I mean, yes, Yes. they're all on the list. Yes. Um, Vegetarian dishes, bike riding, walking, and lots of laughter. It just Mm -hmm. made me feel like it's also normal, like Mm -hmm. things that people would think about, but it's Mm -hmm. also like joyful self-care. It's not like punishing habitual, like Mm -hmm. I have to do this Mm -hmm. or I'm going to fall apart kind of stuff. It's like... Where do you find your joy? You specifically, Tony. Yeah. You're not telling everybody to necessarily drink herbal tea and have vegetarian dishes. No. But, like, you're saying do the things that really speak to you. Mm-hmm. And do them regularly and give yourself permission to do them. Yes. So, okay. talk about the things, and maybe there's more than that, that you do every single day. Like, what is your... You have, like, a morning thing. Oh, yeah. That you um, do. Like, I usually... Well, I have to be at work, um... At seven, but okay. I usually get up around between four and four thirty, and people think I'm insane. I'm like, no, I would be insane if I didn't do these yes. things. Like it's a necessity. I have to do it. So my typical morning routine is I get up, um, and then I'll meditate. I mm-hmm. have to give myself at least thirty minutes to just be yeah. in myself, center myself, um, and it's nothing like you know fancy or you know some people have their little setups but i just mm-hmm. literally go in one of the rooms of my house mm-hmm. i put down a long towel or a yoga mat whichever one you know i'm feeling for the day but mm-hmm. and i'll center myself and i just i focus on my breathing mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me i focus on you know what i have to do for the day or i'll maybe do a reflection from the 
previous day or just mm-hmm. from that week or whatever you know whatever i feel like i need to focus on mm-hmm. in that moment um and then after i do my meditation i'll do like a 30 minute yoga mm-hmm. um to get you know my muscles and everything keep my flexibility mm-hmm. um and then i also a big thing that i do is i juice every morning okay um I, sometimes I'll either make my juices or I'll go to like Fresh Time or okay. you know, one yeah. of the juiceries around here. Malamaya's Juice Bar. Yeah. I love them too. I'll have to um, tag them. Mm-hmm. People haven't been there. Oh, they're yeah. missing out. Oh, yeah, they're missing out. Yes. Yep, I love them. Um, and then, um, so after that, and then I, you know, get my shower and, mm-hmm. and head on for my day. But every, every morning I have to. I have to get myself centered. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to get myself prepared. And a lot of the work that I do is stressful. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's like mindset. You know, mm-hmm. mind over matter. You know what your day is probably going to look like. Mm-hmm. So you have to get put yourself in that safe space yeah. every every day. And I would bet, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but that has also opened you up to be able to have these wisdoms oh. and in wisdoms. I don't know if that's a word, but it is it's now. Not, it's right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> insights. Mm-hmm. You have to have that time of quiet and mm-hmm. introspection to have the, you know, to be open to these ideas. Oh, and yeah. did you start? that practice how long have you been doing that like how did that evolve i would say i've been doing that practice for about the past i would say maybe four between four and five years okay yeah Yeah. so like prior to me you know writing the book Mm -hmm. you know i was like you know i need to share share Mm -hmm. you know i'm I'm a big advocate of not holding things you know to Mm -hmm. myself not being selfish like Mm -hmm. you have to share with everybody Mm mm-hmm and I tell people like I'm I'm more of an ambivert like I have a more introverted personality but I have to be extroverted in order to help mm-hmm. you know people mm-hmm. um you know grow and and gain that same type of you know piece of tranquility you know or or life experiences that I've been able to get over the years yeah. you know just bring everybody else in too yeah you know? I love that that's Thank not you. usually the the order of the day it's just like division and split mm-hmm. and stay in your little corners. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, it's not helping us. No, any. it's not. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. No. Other things that you drop some truth about friendships. Mm-hmm. Friendships are hard. I oh, was just listening to a podcast. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not going to remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Therapy for Black Girls. Oh, okay. Do you listen to that one? No, I've it's actually amazing. never heard of it. I'll have to try it. She has a whole registry of um, therapists mm-hmm. that um, African American and people of color who are oh, therapists, nice. that, a directory for the whole United States. And then oh, she also wow. has this um, podcast. And she's mm. phenomenal. She's a psychologist, I believe. But she was talking about making friendships in adulthood. And I think that's one of the most common conversations I have mm-hmm. with people that I'm in contact with. They're like, how do you meet people? Mm-hmm. How do you connect with people? People mm-hmm. just don't know how to do it, and they don't know how to sustain friendships mm-hmm. once they're in them. So mm-hmm. talk a little bit about what you've learned, what people should do, shouldn't do, mm-hmm. what, how you talk about that in the book, too. Actually, like, um, I don't I do not do, like, the, the click thing. Like, I have yeah. different friends, different personality types, but 
most of my friendships have thankfully have been lifelong mm-hmm. like um i still hang out with um friends from elementary mm-hmm. and ironically i'm actually going to be planning an elementary reunion soon oh really it's crazy that yeah. is crazy and i'm like people don't do that but i'm one of those people i'm like yeah i don't do trends i'm just gonna do it yes and <clears throat> a lot of us are still in the city thankfully so that's so interesting yeah. now what elementary school did you jefferson. go to jefferson and they don't even have that school anymore it's, okay it, it's they it's the building is there but uh-huh. they have it it's like a resource center or something like that. okay yeah. and you know enough of the people oh, that you yeah. were in elementary school with that you could have a reunion <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh at least at least 20 of us so crazy yes. that's yep. awesome yep. yeah and i love them to death like i've you know just kept those relationships um a lot of us went to middle school and high school too mm-hmm. um as far as college i didn't go with i didn't go to college with any of my friends from elementary but we still i still make sure i keep those relationships going and i yeah. check on them from time to time and you know thankfully for you know facebook mm-hmm. instagram you know we're able to keep in contact with each other um but my main thing is like when you like I, i've realized that people they call it you know they they're willing to throw in the towel on on people yes. just in general you know in life yeah and and that bothers me like i ne- i just never understood it you mm-hmm. know my friends and i we haven't had many like fallouts but you know we'll have you know those moments where there's some conflict but it's always resolved yeah like even if we're in disagreements with anything we still make sure we talk about it mm-hmm. you know and you know a lot of us have a lot of them have you know families different careers whatever but mm-hmm. i'm like we can always find that common ground where yes. we can talk about something you know do something and and a major thing for me is i love tea time i love um meeting up for breakfast i love yeah. you know having lunch dates you know just just any time where we can just get together mm-hmm. it's fine I love walking the trails like you mm-hmm. know I'll get into all that later but mm-hmm. just the main thing is to keep those friendships growing if you have a disagreement work yeah. on it yeah you know, plain and simple just work on it yeah be willing to stick with it be willing right. to have those conversations mm-hmm. to get through those little sticking points exactly and the intentionality I think your whole life is like all about intention because <laughs> you're so intentional mm-hmm. about how you take care of yourself how you take care of others, yes. when you take care of others, when mm-hmm. you don't take care of others, right. and all that. So I think that's what sometimes people are willing to just be like, ugh, well, never mm-hmm. mind. When it's so helpful to just keep keep it going, keep it going, plan, yeah. make a date. You know, yes. I keep my plan. I actually have here. I keep a planner on me everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. Like if you run into a friend or old friend or just anybody you want to get to know mm-hmm. pencil them in mm-hmm. pin them in you know mm-hmm. make that time yeah you know and if you can make that time because i know you are insanely busy anyone can make that time <laughs> yes because yeah. i've seen your planner when we yeah. made this <laughs> I, I was like oh my god so much going on <laughs> you have a busy life yeah. and if you are intentionally putting people in there mm-hmm. then yeah we can all yeah. do that for sure <laughs> What am I missing that you want people to know about this awesome book? What else um, do we need to touch on? Basically, um, the book, it touches on a lot of different, you know, target areas. Like, mm-hmm. um, I talk about encouragement. 
uh, perseverance, love, wellness, um, self-healing, you know, tapping into nature, mm -hmm. you know, making sure you spend that time outside grounding, you know. I don't know if everybody knows what that is, but look into, you know, ground, uh, you know, grounding. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of quotes and songs in there. Um, each each um, story ends with either a quote, um, a snippet of a story or a song. Mm -hmm. um, um, get into, you know, just having relationships with family and friends. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, you know, those life struggles and, and getting over them mm -hmm. um, for the most part. Um, I try to I try to um, target and hit like you know all the all the different areas um, you know even just healing from losing a family member like yeah. in the book I talk about how I watched my grandfather you know take his last breath mm -hmm. you know which was really hard for me but I you know I had to be there for him mm -hmm. and for you know for the family yeah. Um, so there's there's a lot you know there's a there's lot a that lot. I go into. Yes, as I was reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, she is leaving no stone unturned. Nope. Mm -mm. I think the setup of the book too, with the quotes and the short chapters, it's a great book to almost be like a daily like um, like daily inspiration yep. kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yep, that's where, what I wanted. Yeah, yep, that was the goal. You so can you just work it. it into your mm -hmm. whatever your morning routine is or your night routine or whatever, mm -hmm. um, where you are kind of doing that grounding and stuff. And it offers a lot of opportunity for people to reflect on, okay, how does that little chapter mm -hmm. apply to my life? Right. Um, so I love mm -hmm. that that's the setup. It's just Thank so you. accessible. Um, and I don't think like you don't have to have grown up as a woman of color in Grand Rapids mm -hmm. at a certain time. Everybody to, can relate. Yeah, I think for yeah. sure people that look like you will relate to this book, mm -hmm. but also everyone else. Um, oh, yeah. It's just, it's such a good connecting Thank book. You. I love it. Thank you, I appreciate it. And that was the goal too, like, you know, a few people have told me like they've literally turned the book into like a workbook, mm -hmm. you know, and um, another thing too, there's, um, it's you know it was it was caught in in Florida so mm -hmm. there's a school in um, Florida who actually made my book part of their curriculum Stop. which was like major and I wasn't I really wasn't ex expecting it and I was like wow and and, and they have like a trans is like a transitional program oh that's you know for awesome. incoming freshmen you know yes. to kind of prepare them for like well maybe you'll go through this or you may go, yes. go through this you know and a lot of the students were you know oh Tony that gives me chills <laughs> that so they excited. were be able to, you know that they were able to talk about and you know openly talk about the the topics like I said that are taboo mm -hmm. you know we have to get to that point where we can't be so afraid to be like oh I don't want to be offensive or oh I want you know yeah. to be uncomfortable sometimes you have to be uncomfortable because yes. we live in an uncomfortable world at times yes you know so. and the kids are you know high school whatever adults they're living this stuff yes so it's not that we're going to bring up something that has never been on their radar screen. It's yeah. that it's there and they're going, I don't know what to do with this. Mm -hmm. And then they see one person mm -hmm. that has lived it and gotten through it or used it as a jumping off point or whatever. Mm -hmm. And that gives so much power and affirmation to them. I'm so yes. excited about that. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm, I was like, whoa, whoa! Like I wasn't expecting that, but thank you. Yeah. You know, I appreciate them. You know, reaching out to me mm -hmm. and 
you know, t- and you know, having the book touch so many people. Yeah, you know, it's just gonna keep happening. Yeah, is there gonna be a volume <laughs> two? A few people have asked me about that. I'm You're like, like uh, I put everything like, I right, have. Like literally in everything. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want me to put dates of, you know, exact times? <laughs> <when they're laughs> oh, I know. What else you mentioned in the book? Um, Speaking of writing, though, mm-hmm. is erotica. Oh, yeah. Talk about that. Because that also, I was mm-hmm. like, yes, Tony Rain. <laughs> yeah. Do it, girl. Yeah, I actually, I already started it. Like, of course you, you did. Know, I had the official launch of the book in um, in April. I did a soft launch, actually, in November, but it was just like for a smaller group. Mm-hmm. But the official um, launch for the book, I Was Supposed to Be Nothing, was on April 19th. And literally, like, maybe, I would say maybe like two, three weeks after, I started mm-hmm. working on the second book. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's almost like hard for me to pull myself away from it because it's so fun for me. Oh, you know? that's when you know it's right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And again, you know, like people are like, what are you working on now? And I'm like, oh, it's the next book is going to be an erotic book. They're mm-hmm. like, you got the title? I'm like, oh, yeah, I got it. But I, <laughs> oh, I don't I know if you're it. ready for the title <laughs> yet. I don't know if you're ready for the title yet. So I'm like, I'm just going to hold off on that. Uh-huh. Um, but, um. It's going to be very detailed. Yeah. Very detailed. I love um, it. And fun. Because that's the thing. It's joyful. It's mm-hmm. fun. We need those writers <laughs> out in the world people in that so arena. Write about it. I'm like, yeah. it's part of life. Mm-hmm. And people are doing that, too. They're oh, right. reading erotica. They're exactly. watching. They're doing all this stuff. So we might as well Talk have, about have it. it done well mm-hmm. and oh, fun. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yes. And I'm even I'm even planning a party. I'm thinking about doing like a dungeon type party. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't I haven't got all the way into the detail. But the like the book cover, mm-hmm. um, I've already got the photo shoot set up for that. Of course. Makeup artist do. in line. Uh-huh. <laughs> in line. Done. Well, I'll have to have you back on when that oh, comes yeah. out, oh, and we'll I talk all about that. that. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I love to do that. Thank yes. <laughs> um, speaking of, I mentioned the cover earlier. We mm-hmm. should talk about the cover. Oh, yeah. Your gorgeousness. Thank you. Is on here, because you're also a model. Yes. Yep. I do that part time. Because naturally, yeah. <laughs> you would be. Um, how did you get into that? What? Oh. How did that all happen? Actually, I've been doing it. I've been modeling part-time since I was 12. Oh, okay. I've done, like, different fashion shows, um, different talent shows. Yeah. And it's it's so crazy because, like, when it comes to modeling or they say showing face, like, Mm -hmm. I'm a whole whole different person. Like, I'm able to turn that shy girl off and and, and just blossom into this, like, fierce other person. Even, like, in the pictures, people are like, whoa, like, where did that facial expression come from? Mm -hmm. It's just... It's just natural. I don't know. It's just something that I picked up younger. And, you know, as a kid, you know, people always tell my mom, like, oh, she, you know, she should do this. She should do that. Mm -hmm. Um, She looks like, you know, she would be, she should be a model. And, Mm -hmm. you know, my mom actually started me off into it. Um, You know, like I said, going back to age 12 and just throughout the years, um, a lot of the work, actually all the work that I've done you know I've had designers or you know people come to me Mm -hmm. for work 
and a few years ago i was like thinking about retiring but Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like people are ready for me to retire yet Mm -hmm. and and i came to realize like no matter what age you know no matter what body type because i consider myself a plus size model Mm -hmm. you know no matter what body type you can always feel Mm -hmm. beautiful you can always be fierce you know and if other people see it in you mm-hmm. you might as well just let them see it show yeah. the world pull it out you know yeah <laughs> so yeah and if you love it yeah it's kind of like sounds like being an actress like you kind of put on yep. your persona mm-hmm. and that's it's yeah. amazing it's, it's fun it's natural you know yeah it's easy and you know it's not like overwhelming mm-hmm. you know and i tell people like tap into those things that you love you know that's not overwhelming mm-hmm. it doesn't cause any harm to anybody mm-hmm. you know and it also gives other women encouragement too you know that's like the main reason why i do it and like i said i'm considered plus size yeah um so it just lets the full figure women know that yeah. you're special just like anybody else yeah you know yeah i've been following i was just telling i don't know if my, it was my daughter or my husband but i was telling i started to follow these kind of um body positive body acceptance models Mm -hmm. on or activists on instagram Mm -hmm. and just having those images in my feed Mm -hmm. the just the impact of just seeing bodies of different sizes and colors and shapes and beings and abilities Mm -hmm. um just having that kind of in front of my eyeballs Mm -hmm. a couple times a day has been a total like game changer shift Mm -hmm. see even for you right and i thought like fairly confident Mm -hmm. but have had my body image issues for sure Mm -hmm. um but my thought was god what if we had had that when we were 12 and 13 can you imagine like my daughter will now because i'm like you better follow these (laughs) (laughs) poor girl she just doesn't know what hit her with my with (laughs) me as her mother but i'm like this Mm -hmm. person and this you better have that on your instagram I love it. Because I know that she just doesn't know what that will do to her little brain. Um, oh, yeah. And how that, how different that would have felt yep. as a young girl. Advertisement is like everything. Yeah. And I went to school. I actually have a degree in marketing. Oh, but yeah. But I didn't so realize, you know. you know, like how impactful it was prior to, you know. Like yeah. I always wanted to go into, you know, business advertising marketing you know somewhere mm-hmm. in the field but like advertising is everything yeah so insidious and for mm-hmm. good and bad ways yeah but sure. you just don't right. know that it's up in your head mm-hmm. until you see something different oh yeah that kind of jars you out of that norm but yeah gosh representation man everything is huge mm-hmm. and i try to even like um like my social media outlets like i'm trying to get more comfortable with that because mm-hmm. like i said i'm more of a one-on-one you mm-hmm. know more intimate you know but you know with the importance of you know just pictures or quotes or just affirmation like anything like it's so pivotal you know for people to see that to you know just you know to constantly have it in their minds like just keep just stay in that realm of positive positivity you know confidence yeah yeah Mm -hmm. well you're doing amazing things and people will be so impacted (laughs) i mean a whole school in florida my goodness (laughs) i love it so much um you also do you know a couple other things you're a model Mm -hmm. you're um we talked about author you also just have a whole line of hair body massage products 
just yeah. as you do. Yeah. So talk a little bit about those. Um, so growing up, I never had like problems with, you know, my skin. Mm-hmm. But the older that I got, like I would say maybe like mid twenties, I started noticing changes in my skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went to a dermatologist and found out that I had, you know, eczema. Okay. And, you know, just severe dry skin. But people look at me and they're like, "Oh no, she doesn't. She doesn't have, you know, eczema." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yes, I do. I just know how to." control it care from you know care for myself and then even um you know i was getting i'm i'm not i'm considered natural now like i don't do any like perms or you know Mm -hmm. chemical based products or anything like that i've been natural for about 11 years and even with um like my scalp i have really dry dandruff yeah um and so what i was doing is um you know just learning about you know the health um, in, 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 uh, natural ingredients, mm-hmm. you know? So I was going, you know, trying out different products, going to different stores. And I realized how expensive a lot of, a lot of the natural products were. Yeah. Um, and so what I did is I just started, you know, doing my own research on, you know, medicinal ingredients, natural ingredients, and, you know, going home and whipping up this whipping up trying this trying mm-hmm. that and my husband and I were pretty much like the guinea pigs of mm-hmm. of what I was I was making and then like my friends and my family were noticing a change in my my skin mm-hmm. my complexion my hair had more luster you know my skin was much more moisturizer I, moisturized I wasn't having like the, I was getting dark patches you know on my on my arms yeah and under my breast you know they those were you know, leaving and people were like, wow, like, well, can you make me some mm-hmm. of the ingredients that I was, of the products that I was making? And it took a while, like, it took almost like a year to realize, like, like, oh, you have a business. Yeah. You know, I was literally making all these, these things and these um, products and I was just giving them out. Mm-hmm. And then it was pretty much just word of mouth um, mm-hmm. as far as like advertising. At mm-hmm. the time, I didn't have like a website or anything like that. So people were just coming to me, you know. I love it. Just like flooding me, like, uh-huh. can I buy? You know, can I purchase some some products from you? Mm-hmm. Which the products are Tony Rain, mm-hmm. all natural hair, um, body and massage products. So all the products that I make, I try to make it for the full body. Mm-hmm. So and for all hair types too. Um, so even. Um, there's some salons around here which I haven't gotten into. There's actually a few salons here and a few stores here that I have that I sell the products. Ah, oh, um, very also, cool. Uh, along, you know, with online, um, there's Nourish Your Curls Boutique. Um, okay. They're located on the corner of Breton and 28th Street. Um, it's right by the Sprint. There's a Sprint store over oh, there on yeah. Breton and 28th Street. So, yep. Nourish Your Curls Boutique, they're located there. Um, and they're also located at Reflections um, Hair and Salon, um, right off the um, East Belt Line in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a um, a loctician. Her name is Marie. So she sells. She she has them in her sh- in her shop. Very um, cool. Yep. You're about to take over the world, Tony. <laughs> look out so i will link to your products of course Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the salon so people can just Mm -hmm. zip in and get them order Mm -hmm. them online and your book and all the cool things you're doing (laughs) um what have i missed um yeah i think we've pretty much hit everything um talked about my interests you know um 
talked about, you know, just building. Like I, I, I strongly encourage people to build relationships mm-hmm. with people because um, I'm a huge advocate for mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I just want to see us just as a, as, as a human race. You yeah. Know, just to be better with that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, just trying to bring ourselves out of that dark space and more into the lighter space. Yeah. You know. Because I know you believe, as I do, and the kind of the whole point of my podcast is to get people close enough together mm-hmm. that they, all the um, divisions don't matter, mm-hmm. you know, because those are going to exist. They're in the they're, institutions. Yeah, they're, they're in the air, yeah. it seems like. But if we get close enough together and talk for long enough, mm-hmm. it's it, it has to heal that mm-hmm. um, because there's so much commonality between us Mm -hmm. so yeah Yeah. you and it's all in the relationships like Mm -hmm. you said you have to put in the time you got to get one-on-one yeah you got to talk yeah yeah talk because yeah people don't like to talk but we have to we're gonna be here we're gonna be here so right this is what we have this is what we're dealt (laughs) so we might as well talk it through yes yeah well, you know, I just think you're fantastic, Thank um, you. and we could literally talk for four days, but um, we're going to wrap up with some mm-hmm. questions. Okay. So I ask these to everybody. Mm-hmm. So the first one is um, kind of in no particular order. Mm-hmm. Um, are there spaces, talk about spaces or types of people, where you mm-hmm. feel like you can be the most Tony, where you're like totally seen, mm-hmm. totally heard? What are those spaces like, if they exist? Um, well, my primary spaces, um, like I'm always at the coffee shops. Yeah, I like to go to different, you know. All I, I have several ones, so several shops that I go to. I don't have any, you know, specific favorites, but mm-hmm. um, a lot of my time is spent there. Mm-hmm. I would say in a week, I would spend at least five hours. Interesting, you know, throughout the week, you know, just visiting different coffee shops, getting in my zone, my writing zone. Mm-hmm. Um, parks like I'm always at a park or trail Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes by myself but you know when I was talking about you know penciling in time for your friends yep if you're gonna go on your walks say you go on five walks a week Mm -hmm. at least choose two or three of those walks and bring a friend yeah bring a family member with you Mm -hmm. you know you can't go anywhere (laughs) you know so whatever you you know they have going on or you have going on talk about it you yes, know, it's just, it's a big uh, stress reliever, and then two um, concerts. You'll see me at a lot of like yeah. live concerts. I like all genre, pretty much almost all genres of music. Um, so and and I listen to music like literally ninety percent of my day. Like whether I'm writing, yeah, um, I can listen to you know music while I'm working whatever mm-hmm. um so concerts you'll see me at a lot you'll mm-hmm. see me at 20 Monroe live a lot mm-hmm. Nando, you know yeah um yeah so most of my times it's pretty much like coffee shops parks trails and um concerts I love it yeah yes um we've talked a lot about how to create genuine connection I think mm-hmm. unless you have more insight which you probably do but we have hit a few things about mm-hmm. that anything else you want to say about how people mm-hmm. can create more or better connection mm-hmm. in their lives um I would say try to tap into like your childhood you mm-hmm. know? try to and you know like some people like me which I talked about in my book you know some of us have you know more darker childhood past but there's still some like you you have to dig deeper mm-hmm. but there are you know 
some moments where you know you can go back into that you know that childlike you know um way of living you know just bike riding um coloring you know yeah. I tell people as adults we need to color more we yes. need to pull out the coloring books more yes um and laugh like you know I, i'm I, i'm i'm kind of like a, a a goofy yeah a goofy woman at times <laughs> i love to laugh um and then also like i said be more be more open-minded um, yeah you know like I said, we live in a very conservative city. We have to be able to freely talk about things, mm-hmm. you know, which we, we, we've already gone through that. But, yeah, so just basically um, tapping into those childhood moments and, yeah. and bringing them back into your adulthood and, you know, just being more open-minded. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, being more playful. Yeah. And, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone saw you across a room or they see your list of like titles and accomplishments Mm -hmm. what might they be missing what is kind of between the lines um the main thing like sometimes I can look a little stern it's just Mm -hmm. like you said I'm intentional I'm very intentional Mm -hmm. um so some people may get that you know mixed up with oh she might be mean she, mm-hmm. she's mean but then when they get to know me they're like oh she's not like that at all yeah like, she's so down to earth she's so relaxed laid back um yeah so yeah you know, they may be missing that like i'm not i'm not that uptight mm-hmm. like business wise yes you know but for the most part like i'm so chill i'm so yeah. laid back yeah you're so warm. Thank That's you. what I get off of you. Um, it's just a warmth and an openness, and I love Thank it. You. All right, favorite things, things you love. I think we've talked about a couple, but any, what are some other favorite things? Well, I tell people my number one favorite hobby is eating food. Yeah, <laughs> I love to of course. Eat. <laughs> um, but right. like, I'm learning to eat. You know, of course, healthier foods. Yeah, but I, I love to eat. Um, my favorite foods are Caribbean, uh-huh. uh huh, Thai, and Mexican. I love anything uh, that's yes. spicy. I love spicy foods. Um, I like juices. You know, like the fresh, like I said, the green juices. Mm-hmm. I like those. Um, fresh squeezed juices. I know that's probably like not probably like not really like a thing, but I just yeah. love I love food and I love juices. Um, and like I mentioned, I like to listen to music like ninety percent of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and my nieces and nephews, like I yes. love spending time with them. My babies. Um, I love tea time. You know, which we talked about. I loved. Um, and I love. Tell me what t- that means, though. Tea, tea time, time, like a specific time of the day like talk to me about what that is oh just like just like let's meet up for tea yes 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 um whether it be you know outside yeah inside a coffee shop just just that time yeah to relax and unwind yes um sometimes i'll have tea dates even at home Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. or tea dates with my husband yeah so love it okay got it Mm -hmm. well I know I keep saying how much I love and adore you, <laughs> but it's just true. So I'm just oh, overflowing oh, with adoration for you. Because I think I just love when women are fully themselves mm-hmm. and they do stuff that lights them up and they don't oh, yeah. feel 
encumbered by all the expectations and all the she should be and she shouldn't be and she should do this and whatever and you just forge your own like blazing trail <laughs> of joy and change and I think mm-hmm. it's all amazing so appreciate it. I, I appreciate you recognizing that because that's like my my purpose is to help others you know well and I see it to others so and I think everyone will see it and thank I you. will shout your book and your work oh, and your magic from the rooftops thank you so much oh, for talking this was me. so fun and so relaxing and like you said you see me as warm I see you as warm like I'm like thank in you. my comfort zone like I almost forgot we were recording right so <laughs> like we're just talking you know yes and I love it thank you well thank you right back this mm-hmm. was awesome you guys i am so lucky i mean for real i cannot believe i get to talk to incredible humans like tony isn't she fabulous Oh, she's so real and so warm and inspiring. I love how she focuses on her own self-care first and has that insight that she needs to take care of herself so that she can give that light that's inside of her to others. I love how she crafts a self-care routine with rituals that are specific to her. I love how she's unapologetic about the things she loves to do and explore. And I know you cannot see this in person, but I'm not kidding when I tell you that she glows. There is a radiance to Tony that I know has something to do with her incredible skincare products, but it certainly goes deeper than that. She is a leader and I cannot wait to watch her influence and love spread out through the community and through our world, um, through her work and all the things she does. So so excited about Tony Rain. Look at the show notes for all the things we talked about. And as promised, a little word about what I'm up to. I am starting a psychotherapy practice. I have been a social worker for many, many years and recently felt a strong nudge to move my work in the direction of private practice. In many ways, I think this podcast was my first step in this direction. It taught me that I could do hard things, quite frankly, that were outside of my comfort zone. And it has highlighted for me some of my strengths, including connecting with people. So I am starting to take clients September 23rd, which sounds really scary and really soon, but it's super true. Um, So that's happening. My office is going to be located at Grand Rapids Specialty Therapy. So excited about that practice and the group of women that are already doing therapy there. I am just over the moon about this journey that I've decided to go on. Um, And if you ever have questions about therapy or my work specifically, please feel free to reach out to me. And don't worry, I'll still be podcasting. There are always more connections to be made and more magic to discover right here in the middle seat.